Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Rob. Hi, Louise. <laughs> Are you ready to play Take the Hit? I think so, yep. All right, let's do it. Um, wow, thank you so much for indulging me in that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, in case you didn't quite catch that reference, that is uh, this week's guest is Louise. Take the hit. And uh, that is the opening of her single, Two Faced, <laughs> which was released in 2000. Can we believe it's yeah, been 19 I years? And, and that feels like one of the later songs, so that's right? really crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, Where's the Time Gone? But I also remember going to Woolworths and buying the CD single, which does kind of feel like ancient history. I know, Woolworths, <laughs> it was always great for buying singles and for pick and mix. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no one goes down to the single anymore. I know, <sighs> what's that all about? Times have changed. Really People have. are still buying pick and mix, but it's more than penny sweets now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it angers me. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you again, I'll ask you seriously now, are you ready yep. to play tape Yes, I am. Good. So just to explain quickly, uh, I'm going to ask you a series of questions themed around the UK's best-selling singles of all time. Okay. Uh, the questions will be decided at random. Okay. So our random number generator. Oh, yeah. So anything could come up. <laughs> okay. Um, and the song, the number that comes up relates to a song on the all-time list, and that throws up the topic for discussion. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Let's do our first one. Okay, number 75. Right, so the 75th best-selling single of all time in the UK is Elvis, It's Now or Never. So a nice kind of gentle sway. I love that one. Yeah, Elvis. Elvis, I mean, God, what a voice. I know, right? It's like no one's really ever had a voice like him. Yeah. Since. Yeah. It's quite unique, isn't it? Definitely. It was number one in 1960. Okay. And it sold 1.27 million copies. Wow. Not bad. I mean... That's another thing that's changed, the amount of records that get sold. I know, it's now a more like a consumption yes. thing. It's yeah. like, listen But to, to just sell that many hard copies in one country is huge. It's huge, yeah. Uh, my question about this is related to your return to music. Uh, did this feel like a now or never situation? Um, yeah, the, it was such an organic process. It wasn't really planned or thought about. The opportunity kind of came about I did a few gigs um, they sold well and then luckily met Wayne who's my manager and Paul Smith from Warners and we were like shall we do an album and it was like one of those over a glass of something going yeah why not and here I am so um, not so much now or never but just uh, I'm going to take this opportunity with both hands and run with it <laughs> Did you know you'd always kind of circle back into music? Do you know, I always wished I could and hoped I would, but if I'm really honest, I don't think I ever thought that would happen. I think I'd been out of the industry for so long. I was a mum, I was getting older. I just thought, oh, the opportunity will never be there. Um, And now it feels so stupid to have had that 
attitude because I, I got asked earlier actually, it's like, do you feel the pressure of being a bit older? I was like, well, no, I, I look at some of the most iconic women in this industry who I love and still love listening to from Kylie to JLo to Beyonce yeah. to Madonna, like none of them are teenagers. So actually, um, no, I feel like this is a good time to be out there. Yeah, and even though the music industry's obviously changed a lot, um, particularly in the last kind of 10 years or so. Yeah. It does feel like a good time to come back in the sense that a lot of people can do it their own way now. Absolutely, you're in Not control. Yeah, I, I've made an album that I'm completely in control of and love and that's the first time I've ever been able to do that. I've not made an album to think who, what record, you know, exec am I going to please or what radio station can I please? I've just made an album I love and that that's is that simple really yeah yeah well we're on your uh, solo music we, um, you started your solo career in 1995 yes and kind of ran initially till 2003 yep um, and during that time I've got a rundown of your chart oh, stats oh no uh, <laughs> so there's 12 top 40 singles on the official singles chart nine of which went top 10 that is very impressive and four top 20 albums yeah not bad is not it bad um, and in total across all your solo singles uh, uh, solo singles and albums, I should say, it's 2.1 million combined sales. Yeah. That is a big figure. Do you know your biggest selling single? Oh, I would put a guess at either Let's Go Round Again or Stuck in the Middle. It is Let's Go Round Again. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, Which I actually surprised that. me. Same here, yeah. I wonder why that one. I know, it is. I know. Um, and, and actually, now, whenever I do a show, that song really always gets well received and younger people think it's mine I mean it was obviously a cover but like my kids think I wrote it <laughs> I wish I did just keep telling them that yeah. <laughs> no I didn't <laughs> um, yeah I know yeah I remember going to buy that single when I was younger as well um, was it like the green single cover yeah the clocks yeah <laughs> I know it was so random it really went with the it ran with the theme I know <laughs> videos back in those days as well I think I was a spy or something <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. That's um, I know between sort of my solo stuff and Eternal, it's it was a pretty successful few years. Yeah, I have to ask, course, you know, just speaking for Louise fans out there, why isn't Pandora's Kiss available to stream? It is now. Well, it is now. Yeah. Well, see, I've not been as checking. of as of recent weeks because I got asked so often, and it's one of my favourite records. Actually. It's so good. It's the one that I love performing like you know out of all the old material um pandora's kiss i think fits in the most with the new album so it's always so nice to do it on tour but um, yes, i had no idea it gone up on yeah so it's up now that's my option in listening <laughs> <laughs> um so like i said it was a really solid stint yeah in pop but obviously coming back the landscape is very different yes um what are the biggest changes that you've noticed um do you know, I think I've noticed changes just purely because the industry's changed. And also, I think my expectations are very different. Uh, I think I, I, it just baffles me with the whole streaming and downloading thing, because I'm still kind of thinking, you just go out and get the record. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, you don't. Um, and now, I think the positives are that if you can you know, get on playlists and stuff, lots of different people of age groups can listen to your music that might not have known my stuff before so I think online is and social is really important um 
Yeah, but I, I think now for me, I'm not really sort of sitting there thinking, where is this song going to chart? I, I just want the album to be well received. It's a, a bit much more of a big focus of a body of work rather than individual pieces. I just think I'm out of that kind of that part of the industry I think putting a song out is going okay this is another flavour of what is on the album shall we, shall we go I was about to say should we go around let's go around again okay but let's go around again <laughs> okay so number 55 so 55th biggest selling single in the UK of all time is Kings of Leon Sex on Fire oh, love this song a tune, always a tune. Such a good song. I mean, it's so bizarre when you're a mum, and I think the boys were quite young when this song came out, and sort of having a two-year-old singing Sex is on Fire, because they have no <laughs> idea what they're singing, but they're loving life in the back of the car whilst driving home from nursery, you know? It's just like... I, I love Kings of Leon, and I, I, I think that's... I know it's the biggest song and the one that everybody knows, but I think you can understand why. Yeah, totally, yeah. It was uh, number one in 2008, so... Oh, God. It doesn't feel that old. I know. Probably because it's so ubiquitous, it's still played. So yeah, and, and that's a good thing about sort of songs that are, don't fit into any category. They just stand the test of time, always. Yeah. And 1.4 million sales, I should say. Um, my question on this, where am I going to go with this? <laughs> uh, well, I want to talk about the lead track for the album. Okay, I thought you were going to ask me about my sex life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I was like, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> So I want to talk about the lead single, yeah. uh, the lead track, Stretch, because it's, it's literally sex on legs. I mean, classy kind of sex on legs, isn't yes. it, that song? It's so good. I, I don't know someone who's not heard that song and not gone, God, that's a really good song. Yeah. Genuinely. I, I'm, I, I felt that, well, we all felt it was the right song to go with as an opener. And Did you know immediately it was? Um, I think so. I think because it was just so different and it was sexy, like you say, but still quite funky. And, yeah. And I felt that the first song needed to be something that wasn't... It was a bit more of a risk than just coming out there with something maybe people would expect. And, yeah, we went for it in the video. <laughs> we went for it. Um, I love that song. Like, I, I love it. I, I'm super proud of it. And, um, yeah, it's just... It's, it, I think it's one of those songs that all ages can be into. Mm, yeah. Men and women, like... I don't know, it's, it's just got a little bit of something to it, a little bit of spice. It does, it works. Were you, were you nervous about putting it out because it was the kind of the comeback song of sorts? Yeah. And also just, you're kind of putting out a new aesthetic and image and yeah. style. It's everything, isn't it? I knew it would divide opinion because right. I think, as in the look of it, I don't know so much about the song, but the look of it, I knew people would have either love it or go I think she should be wearing more clothes or you know shouldn't be so sexy she's mum all these things but actually I just thought I'm going to own this and run with it because I know that where my sort of boundaries and lines are and I think it looks sporty and cool and funky so yeah I I, I love the track I think it's a, a great song and I'm super proud of sort of how well it was received it, it also feels like a little bit of a nod to Naked. Yes, kind absolutely. Of. Yeah, that was always the plan. It was a little bit of a, a nod to where we kind of left off, really. Yeah, and what a song that remains. <laughs> Naked. 
<laughs> when you have to perform that one, I mean, there was a quite a hefty routine yeah. to that before. Yeah. Uh, I do do routine, some of it. I, I don't do the bar work <laughs> with the leg <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> up. Um, yeah, we still do the chorus when we perform it. Um, but it's so hard when you're singing and you've got a mic, so I like start knocking people out and you can hear plonk. Um, yeah, <laughs> but we do do quite a lot of the routine still when we perform it. Amazing. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was one of the songs that my that my mum would hear me singing in the back of the car and she'd be like, okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, it's always the song that everyone sings along to. Uh, you've also released Small Talk. Yes. Um, which is kind of more like sultry than... Yeah than the kind of, I'm calling it sex on legs for stretch, sorry. No, that's, that's good. Really good. That's good. Um, is the rest of the album just, you know, feeling yourself? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Small Talk, I love that song because I think lyrically it's so relatable. I think it's all about the lyrics and it's a bob. But it really is. It's a, and a again, cute it's expensive. It kind of, it's yeah. for everyone. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a good song. Mm. Again, I think Stretch was for a certain audience. I think small talk can kind of reach into different corners and different types of people. Um, and lyrically, I think it's very fitting to my life and what I've been through. Um, and I'd, I'd say the album is, there's, there's something for everyone on the album. It's got a big disco feel. It's got um, a lot of funk guitar. Nice. Because <laughs> I, I like that. Um, yeah, and it's got some really personal tracks as well. So, yeah, it's quite a well-rounded album. The next track as well, Leave. Lead Me On. Lead Me On. Um, yeah, really. What like, do you think? It's super summery. Yes. And I kind of just wanted to have a cocktail in my Oh, yeah. You just want to get in the car and put the windows down. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. It's yeah. really summery. Yeah. And I think that was always the plan because Stretch kind of was quite directional. Small Talk mm. was quite personal. And I actually just wanted to have a big summer song that everybody could just sing along to and enjoy and for me that's this song and it's got that real clean bandit feel on it and it does, yeah. obviously they produced it and wrote it I did some there was a mixture of four of us but yeah I think it kind of gives a real summer fun vibe you must have felt confident in the hands of clean bandit yeah, I mean, there's worse people that you could yeah, be uh, goodness, doing yeah. the track with, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen, there's like a, a video on YouTube of, I think it's Jack from yeah. the group, uh, putting together a track of yeah. one of King Bandit singles. Yeah. The level of intricacy Oh, they're, they're amazing. I mean, yeah. I feel really pleased to have a track by them because I think they have such their sound. Mm. So to be able to sort of put m my sound on their sound is is great and and this they're brilliant at what they do and yeah i think that they've got such a unique way they write that um yeah it was great to do this some choreo for that track as well wouldn't, wouldn't go miss no oh, have you seen the video i've just seen it yeah yeah so, just a little bit of dancing there is, yeah yeah kind of a nod to strictly yeah ish yeah yeah a little bit of a nod like <laughs> what i could remember yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go again? Yes. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Eighty-four. So eighty-fourth best-selling single is Jesse J. Feet B.O.B. Price tag. Ah. Which was number one in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Great 1. song. 2, million sales. It is a good track, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a really good song. Very sing-along. I think it's one of those tracks yeah. you know the words to by the end. Of yeah. The song, yeah. Time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a car song. That's a summer that's car, a car song, song with the window down. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, I think those kind of songs are. I don't know, in life we all kind of go, oh, we really like this and we really like this cool song. And, and I think ultimately we just all want to sing along. Yeah. Have fun. We've wind yeah. in our hair. Not take, not take it all so seriously. <laughs> yeah, sod it. <laughs> um, my question is about price tags. So, what is the right. most expensive thing you've splurged on for yourself and for someone else? Um, like, as in sort of material things like clothes or. I mean, I'll let you interpret bags. it. But... Um, I'm not a big jewellery person, so I like sort of trinket, I don't have expensive jewellery. I think it would most probably be a handbag for myself. That's quite restrained, I think. Do you? Yeah, well, it mainly depends on what you've got. I mean, a car, (laughs) but that's a necessity. I've got kids and dogs. So I'd say like the most extravagant thing I've bought where I've gone, I can't believe I spent that on that, would most probably be a handbag. That's good. Yeah. What about for somebody else? Um, are you big on? Are you generous? Are you? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Most probably would be for Jamie, and I did buy him a golf adventure, which was to be part of a, a golf club, which he was really loved. Um, so I think that was the most extravagant present I've ever bought. Wait, it was a golf club membership. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That yeah. <laughs> I've heard those could be. Priced. I had I no idea how much it was until I made the call, and by that stage, it was in too deep. You've already, you've already thought of the idea. I was like, I'm gonna, yeah, I was going with it. I was speaking to the like the, the the head of membership. You can't get a membership here. It's like for love nor money. And I just rung up, going, "Yep, yeah, I want one." And I think they were just too scared to say to me, "It doesn't quite work like that." And then they sent me the bill. Yeah. Ow. Ow. But do you know what? He said great enjoyment out of it and yeah that's why we work hard right there you go, exactly. Yeah. exactly so my handbag actually looks really cheap all of a sudden kind of does suddenly <laughs> I think I'm owed some more kind handbags yeah <laughs> I was going to say do you have a weakness for anything that you are kind of like I am spending some money on that is it bags so mine for example is skincare stuff oh is it yeah, yeah. I'm useless with skincare I'll, do, I'll just use anything that's there I'm a complete sucker for I think I need to get better at it now I'm getting older because it's a waste of money I think it is I'm not going to lie yeah I think it is I, think I can't help it no yeah is it bags then you um, bags? I love shoes I love bag clothes <laughs> yeah clothes though I'm quite simple yeah I won't have a house but I love really gorgeous bags and shoes Great. Um, yeah I think yeah bags and shoes and coats jackets 
Nice. Like sensible. Yeah, I'm not really over the top. Like I'm not into diamonds or anything. I'd lose them. <laughs> Honestly, I'd absolutely lose them. Shall we go again? Yeah. Okay, 59. 59th best-selling single is All Saints Never Ever. Ah. Number one in 1997. God. 1.37 million sales. I love this track. Yeah, it's incredible. Really, really sold a huge amount. Yeah. I also kind of only realised this just the other day, but All Saints felt like kind of felt like a progression of Eternal or like a yeah. successor yeah. in a way. Yeah, just I think they sort of come out just after cool us and, and I think that I think the girls would, would be cool with that. Um, I know, and I know the All Saints girls and they're brilliant. And yeah, I loved this song too. It was just, I think Mel's voice on it is just so melodic as yeah, well really when good. she sings. And Shazna can write a song. Oh God, she's a great songwriter. Mm. She's someone I really hope to work with on the next album actually. Yes, I say she's got on this album, but. Yeah, yeah. I know, this one's done. And yeah. they, she was writing her, their album at the time of me doing this one, but hopefully on the next album. And actually, Shaz's husband is my creative sort of director and all my. Oh, nice. Creative, so, yeah. That's a small world, Small world, yeah. <laughs> but I love this song. It's a great song. Uh, my question is, so never ever, I'm sorry to ask this, but is there a song you wish of yours that you'd not recorded? Or is there a song that you don't like to perform? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get just, killed. I'm getting evils from the other side it? of the table. Or if we soften it, a single you're just not as keen on as some yeah. of the others. A single I'm not as keen on, okay, don't hate me over there, because... There's a certain person sitting opposite me that loves this one. Is um, in Walks Love. Oh, what? Why? Oh, I don't know if it's just <laughs> I had a bad experience on the video. They just made me walk around a lot. I was thinking this is dry and dull. Um, yeah, I just don't love that one. In okay. Walks Love. I feel like I, I feel like nobody should be singing a song like that that's older than fifteen. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Interesting though, isn't it? Is that really too honest? <laughs> Wow. It's interesting because often the act, when you ask them that question, they they have a different perspective because it's like you said, it's, oh, I think I was just didn't enjoy like doing the video or whatever yeah. in the studio, but we don't know that bit. Yeah, it, it's song. just not a so, me type of song. It's just a little bit too airy-fairy, but it did reasonably well. Yeah, it did. But um, yeah, and you know what? I always put it on my set because people love it. And the audience always sing along. But, uh, yeah, if, if I could drop one, it would be that one. Well, you've got a new album worth of material. So exactly. I don't think I'm going to fit it in on the classic, next tour. So. It's going to go in a medley, like four lines, and then it's out. Oh, yeah, that's the go-to. Do a medley when it's uh, I'm working with the gorgeous Steve Anderson now, who's a fantastic MD, and he assures me that I'm going to like In Walk Loved by the end of the next tour. Okay. <laughs> rework it, you know. Rework it, yeah. God, it needs reworking. <laughs> and likewise, is there a moment in your career that you regret? Is a strong word, I know. But is there anything you kind of wish you'd never ever done? Wear blue PVC on top of the pops. Right. Okay. <laughs> With a dog it collar. It looked good though. Yeah. Maybe in its day, those pictures will haunt me forever. This is, this is the thing: <laughs> the pictures live on forever. I actually posted one the other day. It was like. 
How did we get away on top of the pops with guys in black PVC trousers and dog collars with a, a ring? I mean, it was all very s and wasn't it? It was fashion. I don't even know if it was fashion. It was just <laughs> out there. I sort of looked back and thought, God, that was quite risky. I've still got that those, outfit. Those top of the pops. Yeah, my aim is to be able big. to get in it. <laughs> <laughs> Might turn up in it one day. <laughs> G-A-Y. Hi, girls. <laughs> hey, girls. <laughs> um, let's go again. Yeah. Come then. Okay, 141. We're going deep. We're deep deep. Deep. 141st best-selling of all time is Swedish House Mafia, Don't You Worry, Child. Again, another song that kind of... Yeah. Is ubiquitous it's everywhere yeah. always yeah it's one of those um, songs where if you like it or not you sing along to it yeah you're a fan of this one mm, okay. not one of my favourites it was number one in 2012 yeah I thought you were going to say it was number one in 21 countries like great oh, my probably. taste is clearly <laughs> I think it might have off been. mark <laughs> <laughs> uh, my question is 25 years in the industry under your belt yes yeah. let's go with that um, what advice would you give now to your younger self if you could do that thing you know where people write a letter to yeah. their teenage self what what advice would you give just be brave and fearless just own it yeah yeah is, is there when you're younger and in the throes of it were you one of those people that just were so caught up in the madness that you weren't taking it in or were you so. nervous to say no to things i just or? think you I just think when you're young and there's such a huge amount of pressure that it becomes a bit of a job rather than a passion and a love and that's why we all start music you know we all would do it for for free when you're a musician or a singer artist whatever Um, it's your passion you're very few jobs that people get to work with their passions Um, and I think sometimes the pressure of being successful overlooks the pressure of loving just being happy and loving what you do which of course we all want to succeed in the jobs we do but yeah I think I would just be a bit more be fearless with the decisions you make and go for it and don't hold back I think I was always somebody that was quite good at holding myself back right and not really sort of having enough belief in myself just just being a little bit more reserved um and I, I don't want to do that this time round. Hence the video for stretch. <laughs> yeah. Or were there any opportunities at the time because that you felt you were kind of not taking up? Because I remember when Pandora's Kiss came out, I was like, wow, first like great yeah. song, and then disappear. Yeah, yeah. Was there I, was there a hope to continue at that point, or was it just yeah? I I just think family life sort of took over, and I ended up just being at home a lot more, having a baby, and yeah, and then the opportunities sort of kind of dwindle away when you're that person. Um, yeah, so I think just sort of always be brave enough to make your own choices and do what you want to do, what makes you happy, and uh, make it a work. Like, don't, don't be scared of believing that you're good at what you do. And on Don't You Worry Child, would you support your children if they wanted to go into music yeah. or the entertainment business? Yeah, I'd support them in they anything they want to do. Well, at the moment, sport is where they, they want to be. They both love music, though. Um, 
But yeah, you can't they, do both. I'm no, rugby, yeah, rugby <laughs> and football is taking priority right now. Oh, but um, yeah, oh, I'd support my kids whatever they want to do, like anything. The the choice for them will be endless, and I'll do all I can to encourage them to do it. Do they get any of the theatrical side of you in nine to five? Yeah, yeah, both comes all that. the time. Yeah, lo- they both love it. I was really shocked. Like they both come to my opening night, and I don't think they knew what to expect. Um, and obviously they'd seen the music videos and they've both been into the studio with me, but it's all just your mum singing a bit, you know, it's not. So I think to actually come and watch a musical and see the work that goes into it and know how hard I rehearse for it, I think they both sort of come into my room after and was like, oh, mum, that's really good. Oh, how nice to <laughs> yeah, hear that. Yeah, yeah. Because, wow, it's a demanding show. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, I like, mean, the schedule's I'm crazy. I also just looking at it. Yeah, it is It is a, a crazy show. But yeah, no, it's been great. I've loved it. Shall we go again? Right, 118. 118 is Take That, Back for Good. Oh, what a, oh I love this that's song. That's an end of the night, slow dance. Do you know, I toured with the boys for four months across Europe. And... This song, and because our bus could never get out before their bus, we used to watch the show most nights. Um, And I used to stand in the sound desk and when Back for Good Come On, it was always just my favourite song of the night. And I still love it. It's such a great song. A lighter waving, hands in the air. And you you can't not sing along to Back for Good. Yeah, that songwriting. Yeah, I mean, you can't not sing along. Yeah. It brings back so many memories, because can you imagine four months on the road would take that? was pretty crazy. So was that back when... Eternal. Yeah, right, okay. So we supported them on their European tour. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I was going to say that, that was number one in 1995, uh, which is just when your yeah. solo stuff started. Yeah, so I left kind of straight after the tour. Right. Yeah, so I had actually sort of said to the record company I was leaving the band before, and they said, would you be happy to still honour the European dates um, with Take That. I was like, absolutely. Like, uh, let's take that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I wouldn't have let the girls down yeah, anyway. Yeah, and, and I just knew I wanted to just have a bit of time out. And uh, yeah, so four months with the, the boys and listening to that song every night. <laughs> I know it well. Yeah, yeah in, inside out. Um, my question is, um, I think you've already sort of answered this, but... Are we seeing Louise, the pop star, kind of returning for a bit? You mentioned you already mentioned a, a next album potentially. I hope so, so. Yeah. I mean, for me, this isn't a dip my toe in. This is a fully blown. Okay, we're we're doing this. Um, yeah. So I'd like to think this is the start of the future. Nice, because yeah. there's um, the live show is so good, and you could just continue. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, as long as I'm loving it, I would like to keep on doing it. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks for playing Take the Hit. Ah, thanks for having me. Ah, thank you so much to Louise. I think she could tell I was a bit of a fan, right? Um, If you enjoyed this episode, then you might want to check out some of our previous Take the Hit episodes with the likes of Claire Richards from Steps or Radio One Scott Mills or perhaps Tom Walker. We'd be really grateful if you could also rate and review us as it really helps others to find the show. Next week, we talk to a member of one of the UK's most successful pop bands of all time. It's Danny Jones from McFly. Growing up with 
whatever experiences you grow up with. I have more positives that I can pull than negatives. Yeah, I've had anxiety. Yeah, I've been down about it. Yeah, I don't talk to my dad anymore. But all the other things, I've definitely become stronger by just writing about it and, and almost a weight off my shoulders. Get that episode as soon as it's released by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Acast. And in the meantime, you can check out the latest singles and albums charts, plus the all-time bestsellers list mentioned in this show, and loads more on officialcharts.com.